Extract of letter from Admiral Viscount Keith, addressed to Captain Maitland, of HMS Bowerfant, dated 24th of July, 1815. I take the opportunity of your officer's return to congratulate you and the nation, and to thank you for the perfect manner in which you entered into my views on the subject, and for the management of the blockade about which I was most anxious. It will not be long ere you were instructed by the government. The first express would arrive about four o'clock this morning, and I attempt to telegraph a message, but it is cloudy, and I beg you will send for anything you may want to me, and it shall be sent instantly, and I beg to present my respects to Napoleon, and if I can render him any civility, I will consider it my duty as well as in gratitude for Captain Elphinstone's report of the attention he received from him on the battle. During the 25th of July, the concourse of people around the ship was greater than the day before, and the anxiety of the Frenchman was considerably augmented by the confidence with which the newspapers spoke of the intention to remove Bonaparte to St. Helena. In the afternoon, he walked above an hour on deck, frequently stood at the gangway or opposite the quarter-deck ports for the purpose of giving the people an opportunity of seeing him, and whenever he observed any well-dressed woman, pulled his hat off and bowed to them. At dinner, he conversed as usual, was inquisitive about the kinds of fish produced on the coast of England and ate part of a turbot that was at table with much relish. He then spoke of the character of the fishermen and boatmen on our coast, saying, they're generally smugglers as well as fishermen. At one time, a great many of them were in my pay for the purpose of obtaining intelligence, bringing money over to France, and assisting prisoners of war to escape. They even offered for a large sum of money to seize the person of Louis and to deliver him into my hands. But as they could not guarantee the preservation of his life, I would not give any consent to the measure. At three in the morning of the 26th of July, Captain Sartorius returned from London, having carried my dispatch announcing Bonaparte's intention to embark in the Bellerophon, and brought with him orders for me to proceed to Plymouth Sound. We immediately got under way, accompanied by the Meridian and Slaney. While heaving the anchor up, Lascazes came upon deck, and when I told him the ship was ordered to Plymouth, supposing... If he thought it requisite, he would acquaint his master. Soon after the ship was at sea, Madame Vitrine made her appearance when she attacked me with some warmth for having neglected to acquaint Bonaparte with the orders I had received, and told me he was excessively offended, as she had once or twice before, when everything did not go exactly as she wished, held the same language. I determined to ascertain whether Bonaparte had expressed any dissatisfaction, and if so, to come to an explanation with him, as though I was inclined to treat him with every proper consideration. It never was my intention to be looked upon as responsible to him for my movements. I therefore told this causes what she had said and requested he would ascertain whether Napoleon really had felt displeased. He immediately went into the cabin and on his return assured me that there must have been some kind of mistake as nothing of the kind had taken place. A ship's removal to the westward was by no means an agreeable event to the suite of my guest. They naturally reasoned that it had been the intention of the British government to allow him to land in England and he would not have been removed further than the metropolis. He, however, made no observations on the subject himself, still affecting to consider the reports in the newspapers as the surmises of editors. We had, during the forenoon of the 26th of July, to beat up from the start to Plymouth Sound against a strongly northerly wind. Bonaparte remained upon deck the greater part of the day, when going into the sound, I pointed out the breakwater to him and described the manner in which they were forming it. 
He said it was a great national undertaking and highly honorable to the country, inquired the estimated expense, and seemed surprised when I told him it was expected to be finished for something less than a million sterling. He added, I have expended a large sum of money on the port of Cherbourg informing the Boyer for to protect the anchorage at Isle d'Aix. But I fear now those and many other of my improvements will be neglected and allowed to go to ruin. 